Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions. Watch this. In the project living, Damn. spoke it till existence. Voila. More change than 50, got more cars than Diddy. Oh God. I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250. What's up, guys? It's Andy Frisella, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society, and welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today I've got a real talk. It's not gonna be real long. Um, but it's real important. But before I get to that, I'd like to remind you, you know, we don't run ads on this show. Uh, I don't run ads all over social media to promote this show. We run entirely on word of mouth, which is the way I prefer it. Because if we're doing a good job, the show grows. If we're not doing a good job, the show doesn't grow. I feel like that's the fair way to do it. I'm all about delivering the best content I can. And if it doesn't add up, it doesn't add up. But I've gotten decent at this over the ne- the last mm, 11 years, and I feel like we deliver a pretty good product. So uh, if, you, if you get something out of this, if it makes you think, if it makes you reconsider, if it makes you laugh, if it makes you learn something, if it helps you in a positive way, it helps you help others in a positive way, we'd ask that you share it. Uh, we'd ask that you click subscribe, and we'd ask that you leave us a good review. Um, and that's for every episode, guys. That's not just for one time only. You know, there's a lot of effort that goes into this. We've got a full team of 10 people to produce this show. And uh, we want it to grow. And if you want the message to get out there, if you want to bring a little reality to the society, help us grow the show. Be a voice for us. So that's what we ask. That's the fee. When I refer to the fee, that's what I'm talking about. So guys, pay the fee for us, all right? Um, With that being said, I've got some things that are on my heart, man. this concept and this show is coming off the top of my head, and I want it to really resonate with you guys. It's not going to be this big rah-rah, fire-you-up show. It's more something that I want you to think about. Um, and it really has to do with the young bucks. You know, when we talk about the young bucks, I'm talking about the guys who are, uh, you know, more from more new to the entrepreneurship success and personal development journey. Okay, they might have been the guys who have just discovered what it is they want to do in life, uh, and they're real hungry for more, but they're very inexperienced, and you're having trouble figuring out if you're doing the right thing or not. I just want to get your guys' ear for a minute, all right? Um, I get DMs and emails and texts from these people all the time asking me for advice, and I was talking to one of my friends the other day who's a young entrepreneur that I'm pretty familiar with. He's about 25 years old. And we were talking about what's going on with him, and he was updating me on on you know where he's at and what he's doing. And and I was listening to him, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, damn man, this dude is crushing it. Uh, he's, you know, that was my take on what he was doing. He's doing all the right things, making all the right moves, doing everything he should be doing. Uh, and as we get further along in the conversation, I could see him start to feel down on himself you know he starts to tell me about how he feels so far behind and he feels like everyone else is ahead of him and you know he sees all these other people out there living these huge lives that are his age and it makes him feel like he must be doing something wrong and I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that I can relate to that I spent most of my life feeling like I was doing the wrong things I've spent most of my life feeling like I'm way behind. In fact, I still feel like I'm way behind. So I can relate to this. And I want to speak about this uh, 
in depth here because it's important. You know, I was really disappointed to hear him say that because I felt that and I know what that feels like and I know exactly why it's happening and it's taken me a long time to figure out why that's happening. Um, But before I get into this and what I think the source and solution is for this problem, you have to understand where I come from. And a lot of you guys are new and you don't really understand. You know, you see where I live and you see um, the businesses that we have and you see the cars that we that I drive and these things. And uh, you don't really understand what it took to get there. So you have to understand a basic, you know, scope of where I came from to really get the point of this podcast. You know, Chris and I started in 1999. We didn't have investors. We didn't have parents that were willing to give us money. We didn't have, uh, you know, we didn't win a lottery. We didn't have anybody to help us get going. We had a summer job that we had saved up $12,000 Uh, where we painted the stripes on parking lots. And we decided we wanted to open a business. We were going to open a tanning salon. All right. Well, when we went to look at the tanning salon business, we realized that opening a tanning salon was very expensive. Each at that time, each bed was thirty, forty thousand dollars and we had twelve. And you know, if you can do basic math, that didn't add up. So we had to come up with some other solutions and we decided we were going to open a supplement retail store. And the reason we decided we were going to open a supplement retail store was because we knew someone who was pretty successful at it. And we were both into lifting and we were both into sports. We were both high school athletes and Chris was a college athlete. And we were both into lifting and looking good and all that kind of stuff that you're into when you're 19 years old. Um, So we decided we're going to open a supplement store. And we went around looking for locations in Springfield, Missouri this is where we went to school okay and we couldn't find a place to open we couldn't get anyone to rent to us we didn't have a co-signer or a uh you know someone who who had credit we didn't have any credit you know and to rent a retail store guys you have to have certain things and we didn't have any of it uh but we finally found a spot uh on south campbell avenue it's we still own the store it's 1709 south campbell springfield missouri 65807 uh, 8- 417-864-6799. I remember the phone number, okay? Um, and we found a guy named Mark Tharp who would rent us the store for a thousand bucks a month with no credit, but we had to pay the full 12 grand that we had saved up in advance. So he wanted a year rent in advance, which took up all our capital that we had. So to build out the store, we went and had to apply credit cards and we purchased all the materials for the shelving uh, in the front and the back of the store on, on our credit cards. And then we went and, you know, we bought $10,000 worth of inventory. Uh, we opened up first day. We sold seven bucks. Second day, we sold zero bucks. Third day, we sold 23 bucks. Okay. Uh, two weeks in, we got broken into our whole entire store got vandalized. We could have quit right there, but except we couldn't because we had just paid 12 grand up front it was all our money and we stayed there so we couldn't quit so what do we have to do we had to go work our other jobs accumulate more cash so we could replace the inventory because we were too stupid to have insurance that was our first real lesson in business so for like four or five weeks we didn't have any product in the store we had people coming in the store being like what are you guys and we're like we're a supplement store they're like are you out of business and we're like no we're just getting started and we had to explain to them how we didn't have any product and you know all these other things and guys it's supposed to be fucking hard it took us six years to open our second store the first three years of business 
Chris and I didn't take out a single dollar from our business, okay? We couldn't really afford an apartment at the time, so we lived in the back of the store. And for on and off for the first two years, we were living in the back of the store on a shitty couch we got from my dad and a fucking mattress we got from the Salvation Army that was in the same shopping center, okay? The next seven years after the first three years, we didn't take a dollar. We made $695 a month each. Over 10 years, if you do the math, take $695 times 12 times seven, that's 58 grand, basically. That's what we earned our first 10 years in business, $58,000 each. Eventually, we had the opportunity to expand, but it meant leveraging everything that we had built to that point. And in 2007, I had to move back in with my dad after seven years of being in business. Okay, this is the reality of entrepreneurship. That story you just heard, that's my story. That's a realistic timeline. And sure, there could have been you know, many moves we could have made differently and we could have maybe sped it up or avoided some of the things that we had to learn the hard way, but it really wouldn't have helped much because the truth is those things I had to learn the hard way are what make me effective now. And you have to realize that. And so when you guys look at success and you look at people that you think are successful, the people who are really successful, they've been where you are. They know what it's like. They know what it's like to be laughed at, to be made fun of, to be told that you're a joke. People still tell me that. When I tell people that we're going to build a $100 billion company, they fucking laugh at me, just like you're probably laughing at me. And that's fine. I'm comfortable being laughed at. It's been my entire story, all right? And that's something I suggest you get comfortable being if you want to accomplish anything real, all right? But let's get back to the young buck friend, all right, and the problems that they're facing. It has to do with the current state of young entrepreneurship culture that we're seeing perpetuated across social media. It's based on this checklist mentality that's rooted in instant gratification, you know, showing off your your car or your watch or your, you know, your expensive vacation, you know, showing that every week you're having a big party or you're doing this. And the problem with this, guys, is that it's all a facade. All right. You young guys lack the perspective to actually see what's happening with your peers. Social media, it only shows a sliver of the story. Behind the pics of the cars and the beach houses and the parties is either A, a long struggle that isn't shown because people don't want to show you that they weren't cool the whole time. They just want to show you how awesome they are now. They don't want to tell you how they went through all of these things like I just explained to even get there. Or it's fake. It's a flash in the pan move. It's completely fucking finance to the hilt lifestyle. These people are living paycheck to paycheck and it's not sustainable. They probably have $1 left at the end of their spending habits that's even available for anything else. And it'll be gone just as fast as it came. And here's the problem with that. It's the social pressure that's creating this pressure on you to quote-unquote have it made as soon as possible. Guys, when you're 25 years old, you're not supposed to have an exotic car. You're not supposed to have a car collection, okay? You shouldn't have a mansion. All of that comes in time. People could show you all these things online that they say they've quote-unquote self-made by 25, but the facts are they're either lying or they're completely financing the lifestyle. And guys, I'm going to tell you from experience that is going to end quickly and terribly for these people. 
Maybe it's someone else's money. Maybe it's their mom. Maybe it's their dad. Maybe they're a trust fund. But the point is, is that these people are putting the prize before the work and that front is going to end up costing them big in the long run. Okay, this is fleeting success. It's not sustainable. Imagine being 25 years old and living this high life on Instagram, acting like you're super fucking cool without having something sustainable behind you to support it. By 30, guys, you're going to be broke. There's a lot more living left to do after 30 years old. And I know that's hard to believe for guys when they're 20, 22, 24, right? Don't be a has-been at 30. That's embarrassing. You're risking your whole entire legacy off of what? For what? For people's approval that you don't even fucking know? It doesn't make any sense. And yeah, you might be sitting there saying, well, Andy, you, you fucking, you live the fucking luxury life. You're right, I do, because I like it. But guess what? I earned that shit too. I've been at this 21 years. I have a passion for automobiles. I live in a beautiful home. I have amazing companies. But you know why I have amazing companies? Because I was able to live below my means for long enough to create those companies. There was no flash in the pan here. Six years ago, I was living in an 1,800 square foot house. You guys seemed surprised by that when I posted on my Instagram. Like you're surprised that six years ago, I was living in an 1,800 square foot house. I lived in that house for seven years. The payment for me to, buy, to pay for living in that house was $1,100. You know how much money I was able to save during that time? You know how much advancement I made in my career by living in that house when I didn't have to? You know, I owned an Aventador when I lived in that house. You guys don't get it. It's not about the size of your house. It's not about your cars. It's not about your luxury. Okay? Material goals are fucking awesome. Using them as motivation is incredibly powerful. I'm a huge advocate of that. But when the time is right, okay, you don't get it now. You get it 10 years from now when you can responsibly pay for something like that on a small percentage of your income. It's not a measure of success for you when you're 25 years old. Everybody knows it's a joke. Everyone knows that you're financed to the hilt. Everyone knows you're living paycheck to paycheck. You're not fooling anybody but the fools. Okay? So you guys who are young right now and you're feeling like out of place or like you don't know what, if you're doing it the right way, you need to stop comparing yourselves to everybody else. You think I really care about my competition? I don't know what my competition is doing. I don't compare myself to other owners of other companies. I don't give a fuck what they do. I have no idea what they're doing. I have no idea what they're buying. I have no idea what they're showing on Instagram because I don't give a shit. I care about what we're doing. I care about keeping my head down. I care about keeping my companies going. I focus on my own drive so much that I don't even notice what my competitors are doing. And that's why I end up ahead of them. You guys have to do the same. You guys have to be creating your own goals. You can't focus on what everybody else is doing and say that that's the level of success that you want. What if the person you're focusing on for your level of success that you think you want is actually less capable than you? What if the person that you're measuring yourself against is actually just someone who's put in the time and they're less intelligent and less talented than you. Now what's happening? You're limiting your own true potential because you're rating it on someone else's. It's like copying off someone in a math test. You don't know if that motherfucker knows the answers. All you know is that he knows so he's writing shit down and you're not. You don't know. 
So you have to create your own vision and you have to create your own goals and your own life and what that's going to look like and stop limiting your success and creativity when you start to adopt other people's goals. That's the worst habit you could ever get into. What is it that you want to become? Well, how is the life that you want to live? Stop striving to live the same sort of success story as everybody else you look up to. You know, it's important to find your own way. One time I was at Easter and I was talking to Emily's dad, my father-in-law, Earl, and he was telling me about his trucking company. And I was like, you know, this is back when I wasn't making any money. I was struggling and everything was fucking hard. And he was successful and I wasn't. And he was telling me about his trucking company and about how, you know, what he did. And we were just kind of getting, and I'm like, man, you know, maybe I should get a couple trucks. And I said that out loud. And he goes, hey, let me teach you something right now. Everything looks easy from the outside. And that's something that, that, that stuck with me. That's something that, that really got into my soul. And I've remembered my whole life since then. Everything's easy from the outside. You guys see what I do and you think it's easy. You see what other successful people do and you think it's easy. You're not seeing the path that it took to get there. All right. I can't tell you how many people try to start supplement companies because they think it's easy and they look at me and they say, well, fuck, dude, he's killing it. So we're going to do that too. Yeah, except it's a long, hard road and the market's changed since then. And by getting into something just because someone else is doing it, you're basically, I don't know, stopping yourself from discovering what it is that you could be great at. I mean, let's, let's be honest. There's a fuck ton of shitty clothing lines out there, isn't there? There's a fuck ton of shitty DJs, right? Club promoters, fucking Instagram experts, Forex traders, all this shit all over the place. There's tons of them and they're all shitty. That's because everybody sees it as fast and easy and they want to jump in and do it. You have to realize that delayed gratification is going to produce the greater results that you're looking for. When you want to create legacy wealth, you have to start thinking about 10 to 15 years down the road from now. What do you want your life to look like 10 to 20 years from now? And put the work and the effort in on that vision and strive to be the best product and service that you can offer in that model. You might have to start very humbly. You might have to start small. And I'm going to tell you something. Your friends, your family, your mom, your dad, your teachers, everybody is going to laugh at you at one point or another. Every single person, with the exception of a few key people, are going to make fun of you. They're going to say ignorant shit. They're going to say, what the fuck do you think you are? Why can't you just get a job like everybody else? You think you're special. You're materialistic. This life's not good for you. I could go on and on and on and on. I could give you a million different things you're going to hear. And I didn't say you might hear, you're going to hear, okay? But you have to be willing to go through that. You have to be willing to cross that difficult chasm that no one else is willing to cross. The problem with entrepreneurship and why people don't get where they want to go is because they listen to their friends and family, tell them to turn back and go back to be what the fuck you were. And most people do, okay? That's something you have to get in your mind that you're going to ignore. You have to get it in your mind that you're going to dedicate yourself the next decade to becoming what it is you really want. You can't get caught up in selling snake oil bullshit. You can't get caught up in fronting and flossing and acting like you're something you're not because what's going to happen, guys, is you're going to get to a point where everybody finds out you're a liar. Your reputation's going to be ruined and you're going to end up having to go through an even harder journey because They have to start over from a negative reputation and build it back to a positive one. 
okay? You're going to have to go through the grind that you've already been working on over and over and over again and start over from day one. And plus, you're going to have to convince people that you aren't a piece of shit. That's not how this is supposed to go. You guys have to stop letting people dictate what your standards are for yourself and you have to start letting you dictate what your standards are for yourself. When you're 25 and you see Joe and Bobby and Tony from the old neighborhood, you know, doing all this other shit and you're doing something that doesn't pay off. So what? Dude, when I was fucking 25 years old, all my friends were out of college. They were making 60 grand a year, 70 grand a year. They were all making fun of me, telling me, when am I going to get a real job? Telling Chris and I, you know, when are you guys going to grow up and kind of like get serious about life? I've been there. I've heard it. I've dealt with it. I know what it's like. And I know what you're going through. But don't succumb to the temptation to have it now when you're working on having it for the rest of your life 10 years from now. Because having it now for two fucking years or three years while you can afford to fool everybody in your empty shell game is not going to be very fun when people figure out it's a shell game. What is going to be fun, though, is when you spend the next 10, 20 years building something real and then you could take care of your friends, your family, you can employ them, you can provide careers, you can actually do good things in your community, you could be proud of what you built because you built it the right way and you'll have a great story to tell and people will listen because you went through it the right way. A lot of you guys need to wake the fuck up, man. Young bucks, you got the wrong idea about success. Yeah, we have technology that can accelerate it. Yeah, we have the ability to grow businesses. But a lot of you guys are growing little bitty widget businesses instead of trying to build a brand, instead of trying to build a legacy. And you might think, well, I'll get to that later. Well, you won't be able to get to that later because your reputation is ruined and the people who you're going to collab with to build that brand are going to say, I'm not working with Joe. Joe's a fucking scammer. Joe fucking sold bullshit programs when he was 20 years old. Joe did this. Joe did that. People remember this shit, guys, and it brands you forever. Be patient. Put in the work. Keep your head down. Stop looking to your left. Stop looking to your right. Stop looking backwards. Keep looking forward. Those things will get you to where you want to go if you're able to understand the concept of aggressive patience. I talk about this all the time. I've had two or three different podcasts where I talk about it. You got to be willing to let the time play out. And during that time, you can't sit there with your feet up. You got to work. You've got to keep your head down. You've got to spend every single day doing every single thing that you can to make sure that you're winning day by day by day by day. And we cover this uh, in episode 107 of the MFCEO project. And then we actually reposted it again in the feed not that long ago. I think it's episode... uh, 16. Okay. Thanks, Madat. It's episode 16. Go listen to it. It'll show you how to win every single day. Dude, I'm going to tell you, you're going to have some losing days, right? You might win five out of seven days, but if you win five out of seven days for the next 20 years, you're going to be a rich motherfucker. That's it. The only way you're not going to be is if you're too dumb to learn from your mistakes or you quit. That's it. The only things that cause people to not get where they want to go is They can't learn from the mistakes. They let the mistakes shut them down. They let the thing like the break-in I told you about a minute ago completely derail their dreams. And they stop. Or they just get tired. And I'm going to tell you, entrepreneurship will make you tired. I'm fucking tired every day. I've been at this 21 years. You think I wake up every day thinking I'm going to fucking dominate? 
No, I wake up every day thinking, fuck, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Why is this so fucking hard? And then I have to convince myself to dominate. And this is where the mental toughness comes in. This is why I talk about 75 hard so much with you guys. Because if you want one skill that's going to help you get on a faster track, instead of going out and trying to find a way to cut a corner, invest in yourself. Learn how to become mentally tough. Go listen to the 75 hard podcast and fucking do it. And in 75 days, you'd be a completely different person that's on a much quicker path to where you want to be. I firmly believe that will cut years and years and years off of someone's success path if they finish it the right way. Okay? I wish I had known this 20 years ago. And you guys could take that any way you want. You can listen to me. Some of you will, and you'll win. Some of you won't, and you'll eventually come back and be like, fuck, I wish I would have listened to him. I'm fine with either one. All right? I love you guys. I'm here to help you guys. I'm here to help guide you guys. And you guys cannot be beating yourself up because some fucking knuckleheads are out there trying to make you feel bad like you're some kind of loser because you're not out there flossing a fucking Lamborghini Huracan. Okay? 25 ain't the time for that. You guys got your whole lives ahead of you. Pick something that's going to be a legacy play. Stop fucking around with this bullshit on Instagram trying to be someone that you're not because you ain't. And you're not fooling anybody either. The people you want to collab with, the people you want to work with, when they see that kind of behavior, they run the other way. I don't fuck with people like that. The people I know that are legit, they don't fuck with people like that. They stay the fuck away. All right? So quit going for the thing now. Quit feeling bad about what other people are doing. Keep your head down. Stay focused. Put in the work. Put in the time. This is the perfect time with all this lockdown shit going on. Everybody's got more time on their hands whether they say they do or not invest in yourself and one day we'll be having a beer together talking about your story hey. told my teacher dumb bitch i'm gonna get millions Watch this. in the project living Damn. spoke it to